May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Valerie Cower has written a powerful book called See No Stranger. Cower writes from the perspective of a woman of color. She is an American whose family settled in California from India over a hundred years ago. She and her family remain part of the Sikh, S-I-K-H, faith tradition. After the terrorist attacks of 9-11, men in Cower's community were targeted as the enemy simply because of their skin color and the turbans that they wore on their heads for religious reasons. Turbans which falsely identified them as the enemy, as terrorists, as seen on the news. Several of Cower's family members were murdered while they were at work. Yet instead of responding with hatred and fear, Cower has dedicated her life to what she calls revolutionary love. Cower takes a direct path into the life of an other. She starts an encounter with a conversation, no judgment, by making a connection with him or her and witnessing to the power of love, revolutionary love. Cower refuses to see anyone as a stranger. Instead, she defines stranger as the part of me I do not yet know. In our gospel lesson today, Jesus is taking the most direct path through Samaria as he heads home to Galilee from Judea. It's a distance of about 70 miles, and in Jesus's day, Samaria is known as enemy territory, the land to avoid. Go around Samaria, if at all possible. Disputes between the Jewish people and the Samaritans over where to build a temple for worship date back to 740 BCE. But Jesus chooses the shorter route straight through Samaria. And he arrives at a well in our gospel lesson this morning. He's tired, and he's thirsty, and he's alone. I love the details that John provides for us to heighten the drama, the significance of Jesus in Samaria, talking to a woman. His disciples had gone to the city to buy food, we're told. Jewish people do not share things in common. With Samaritans, John adds. It's high noon, the heat of the day, and Jesus encounters a Samaritan woman who has also come to the well for water. She is also alone. Yet unlike Jesus, she knows her way around this place that she comes daily. She quickly questions Jesus when he asks her for water. What are you doing talking to me? And how is it that you ask me for 
some water when you have no bucket, no way of drawing water from this well. It's deep. And then Jesus engages this Samaritan woman in a life-changing conversation, one with no judgment. They debate everything from a simple drink of water to a deeply theological exchange about the living water that Jesus offers her. From an honest telling of her marital history to the proper place of worship and how to worship in spirit and truth. And finally, to the expected Messiah's coming as Jesus proclaims to her, I am he the one speaking to you. The Samaritan woman becomes the first witness to issue an invitation to her community. She quickly travels back to the city and says, come and see this Jesus, wondering out loud to them if he is in fact the Messiah. The Samaritans are intrigued by her excitement and her experience, and they accept her invitation. They are quite impressed with Jesus, too, and they ask him to hang around for a couple of days. And Jesus remains with them. The Samaritan woman's community come to believe for themselves that Jesus is truly the Savior of the world. Jesus is calling us, the church, to this way of life. A life of radical love that sees no stranger. A love that walks through our differences with another. After all, we believe that each one of us carries a divine spark. Each one of us created in God's own image. We are challenged to walk a path that crosses over into, not one that avoids and goes around, but one that reaches out and creates a safe space for life-changing connections and conversations with no judgment, no fear, no strangers. Jesus is asking us today to live a life that seeks to find out and focus on what we share in common, not what separates us and keeps us divided. To live out this life-giving love from a place of abundance. The well is deep. We don't know all the details of this Samaritan woman's life. Five husbands and why she's drawing water at noon instead of in the morning when the other women come to the well. But we find her today alone, and her story may be painfully familiar to some of us. Some of us know personally what it's like to be on the outside of a community. Our places of work, our families, our previous churches, for whatever reason, no one really knows us or has taken the time to hear our stories 
we stumble into this beautiful space called Christ and St. Luke's arriving after worship, sitting in the back of the church or in the side aisles, hoping that no one will notice us. Spoiler alert, God doubles down in the back of the church <laughs> and on the side aisles in the margins. Someone makes eye contact with us and passes the piece. One small, life-changing gesture of love. Welcome. You belong here. This is who we are. This is what we do. What does our witness look like and sound like outside of these church walls? As we go from this place in peace to love and serve the Lord in unexpected places. Where do we find the courage to share our life-changing experiences of God's love? How do we invite others to come and see the Lord is good so that they come to believe for themselves? St. Francis has given credit for this quote to proclaim or preach the good news everywhere you go. And when necessary, use words. Don't just talk about loving others. Talk is cheap. Live out that love by how we treat others, the choices that we make to connect with others. Those around us will be intrigued by what they see. Do our lives match what we say we believe about this life-giving love? Where is our Samaria? Is it the neighborhood just across the tracks? Or is it a place on the other side of a boundary that we have created? one defined by race or gender, or one separated by economic conditions or educational standards. Who is our Samaritan woman? As those who follow Jesus, we drink from this deep well that never runs dry, and we are called to offer this life-giving water of love to all. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen.